Hello, and welcome to the Digital Workspace Works podcast. I'm Ryan Purvis, your host, supported by our producer, Heather Bicknell. In this series, you'll hear stories and opinions from experts in the field, stories from the front lines, the problems they face and how they solve them, the areas they're focused on from technology, people and processes, to the approaches they took that will help you to get to the scripts for the Digital Workspace inner workings. All ready to go ahead when you're ready. Give me a few seconds. I want to set up my background. If that's okay. Okay. Why is it not applying the background? Is there? Okay, apply. Yes. Oh, there we go. I'm surprised you can't actually, at this stage of the game, have these these almost tagged by by meetings that you're having. So you automatically. Um, have uh, the background that you want. That's true. On, on the other hand, most people don't even bother to have a background, right? Well, I'm one of those people. I, I don't really worry about it too much. N- uh, neither do I, but, um, <laughs> just, but just because I'm in a dodgy place sometimes, uh, <laughs> you know, because when you're when you're home, right, your kids are around and you've got to keep shifting, right? Mm, mm. Yeah. No, the, the, yeah, look, I'm upstairs in my study now, so that's fine. But if I'm in the kitchen, sometimes I do. But uh, Exactly. And I spend a lot of my time in my kitchen. <laughs> so I need to have a background, yeah? <laughs> oh, I hope you're not like me. He's always nibbling on something. I have to go for uh, long that's, walks that's, to work it all off. Well, that's the dangerous thing, right? I mean, usually it's in the evening. Yeah? That's where... So have you been doing any exercises or anything to keep fit and stuff? I, I, I'm very religious about it. So every morning I do a half an hour... 60 minutes of something and then i go for a walk every day to get to, I, I aim for twelve and a half thousand steps a day so i wow you know, they fit as much as i can yeah anyway i i'm i'm i i need to do a little bit more than what i'm doing right now <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's easy right it's easy you know just because i don't know about you but i i can find myself being you know in one single sport for an entire day, hours on end, unless something happens, otherwise you just, it just keeps going, right? Yeah, so I've got timers set. Um, and when the timer goes off, then I, it's time to go for a walk and I go for a, I've got a, we're staying in a complex where we are now. So I literally go walk around the complex. Okay, cool. About, uh, I can do that whole, comp, do the whole sort of route that I've got in about 12 minutes. Um, and if I've got time, I'll do two loops and then I'll come back and I'll carry on working and then I'll do another timer and it just, it also, it also breaks your monotony up. So you actually think about stuff as well. Uh, that, that, that self-discipline is key, right? Yeah. Yeah. You seem to have a lot, so that's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took a while to get there. Now, now it's normal. Yeah. Um, great. So we, we last spoke, um, was it back in May only? I thought it was yeah. that year. Um, so we thought what we'd do is every couple of months we'd get together and um, just summarize what's happened with this initiative. Sounds good. And uh, you've you've written quite a nice email here of of uh, questions, and you've done my work for me, to be honest. But uh, maybe it's good to to start on um, just re- rehashing what this is, uh, what the joining the dots is, and digital inclusion, uh, and we're you know a bit of background, and we'll go into what's happened since we last spoke. Yeah, sure. So uh, I think you know, like you and I, we're we're part of uh, a number of uh, different tech communities. And uh, what is interesting is that, you know, when this topic of digital poverty inclusion comes out, it, it sounds very obvious that, you know, it's something that, um, 
we can do something about, for example, donating, you know, equipment, end of life equipment. But I think, you know, what at least, you know, from this initiative we, we found out was that uh, by speaking to a lot of people, although there's a lot of desire, a lot of heart to try and do something, actually many of us don't really know how and where to start. And for those of us who have started doing this, we realize that actually it doesn't go far enough. So I think this is where, you know, it very quickly turned from, you know, you know, being aware of the issue to now realizing that actually it's a much bigger issue and that unless we take a, a more joined up approach to solving this problem, and this is by no means down to a single body, you know, like the government or an individual, but it's more about how across society, across, you know, every sector of life that we can all do our bit. And I think for us as technology leaders, because this is in our domain, right, at least many of us believe that this is a solvable problem. So what can we do to do our bit to contribute towards solving this problem? And that's, I believe, how we all came about together, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you asked about May, right? Uh, so, so what happened since the last time? I think that was when uh, it was the beginning of a number of things coming together. So I'm pleased to say that one of the things was the, the, the tech appeal. So, you know, instead of having, you know, the last time we counted, that, you know, I believe right now there's more than 85 uh, uh, sort of donation um, initiatives just on the BBC website, for example. That, you know, I spoke to BBC uh, uh, last month. Uh, you realize that it has to go beyond just doing that. So I think uh, uh, across our nine tech leaders communities, we have sort of come together and say, look, if we are trying to donate our life equipment and we don't really know where to start, or we want to contribute in a way that's a little bit more holistic that can go further, then I think that is one of the things that we've managed to sort of bring ourselves together, make that as the first signpost and, and doing something about it, which I'm happy to elaborate a little bit more uh, in, in this podcast. Yeah, so I think um, that what I remember clearly from our last conversation was you also had the, the report that came out with some action areas. Um, yes. We discussed those action areas and we'll, we'll put a link back to that episode. Um, and then you, as you mentioned, there's about nine or 10 groups, communities that are involved. Um, and I think, um, you know, sort of where we are, well, what I've seen going forward is at least that you're getting a bit of momentum going, um, but it's, it's obviously a slow moving game. Um, what, what do you think has been one of the, the sort of best and worst of, of your journey so far in doing this? I think the the best bit is that, you know, when I speak with one, then it became two and became, you know, 60 leaders initially across nine communities. You know, that is where you see the power of networks, right? You see how actually, you know, you don't really realize, but there's a lot of people out there who's like you and who wants to do something about it. So I, I got tremendous support. Uh, to to try and for all of us together to do something about it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the best bit, yeah? Uh, good to see that there's a real community out there who wants to do something. I think the worst bit is that, you know, despite uh, all the efforts and all the talk, um, what we don't realize, or maybe we do, right, is that now we have gone beyond more than a year living in this COVID situation. There's still a lot of, you know, previously we talked about children, school children, disadvantaged school children, there's still a lot, you know, maybe, you know, 400, 500,000 school children that's still being impacted that is yet to have digital access. But if you could look across the spectrum, what about the other end where you are, you know, talking about uh, pensioners? What about them? 
So then when you understand that, you realize actually this is a very big issue that time waits for no person. We got to do something. And, and the frustration is what else can we do in the meantime? No, for sure. Um, and, and I see that now in June, you've done some work with NBRN and the DPA. Yes. Which acronyms, I'll be honest, I have no idea what they mean. So maybe let's start with what the acronyms mean. Okay, so uh, one of the first sort of groups that we've managed to connect with is actually from the business in the community uh, that is uh, set up by the Princess Trust and they are nationwide and national. And as a consequence of COVID, they, they, they created something called the National Business Response Network, right? Which is to mobilize their communities across the country, you know, uh, through uh, businesses to help their local communities. So I think this is fantastic. And because of that, they have created a, a, a tech appeal platform, meaning that there is a place that you can say, I need help. You go and make requests for help. And then people who can offer help, that's where. So this is what one example of what I meant by we need to be more holistic. So this is why I'm trying to signpost as many people as possible to be aware of this, right? Uh, there are many great initiatives out there, big and small, but there are not that many that can scale. There are not many that is national. And this is one of them, which is why it makes sense for people to know that, hey, if you want to approach this in a more holistic way across the whole uh, country, then do something about it. So that is one part. So really delighted that uh, again, across the uh, UK tech leaders communities, for example, I'm sure they won't mind me mentioning uh, uh, the Food Standards Agency is one of those from the government that is willing to contribute their end-of-life equipment towards that effort, right? So that's the MBRN. The DPA, again, is something, you know, this is the Digital Poverty Alliance. Uh, again, uh, it's something that's emerged during this period. Uh, and if we are looking for uh, not a, a single entity that owns everything, because there's no such thing anyway, and neither would that work, but to, to have a uh, a sort of a, a, a single place that allows all of us, you know, from big to small, from, you know, government to the, the person on the ground to do something that can, you know, provide a framework and a steer about who's, what is out there, who's doing what, then that is what the, uh, the Digital Poverty Alliance is about. So I'm glad that, you know, that is made out of, you know, big corporations, you know, like Nominate, like uh, Carphone Warehouse, to also uh, individuals like ourselves. Yeah, I know. I think when we spoke last, we were talking about some way, some sort of centralized app even where people could could log their requests or, or even respond to requests. Did that come to fruition or is that still in the, in the pipeline? Yeah, that's still in the pipeline. So so this is an example of what I remember. You know, there's a lot of things uh, have out there, great ideas. I think the challenge is how do we make them happen sooner and quicker, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So if we look back to last year, March, we all went into a lockdown where we all worked from home and distributed and, and those that could were ready to go. We're now seeing in the UK that the that the lockdown is going to end, you know, not even a week from now, whilst a week it's next Monday. Um, do you think that's going to speed things up for you? Or do you think that's going to be, well, hard to say really i i i think actually it's, it's a worry because of the the you know lockdown ending people may think that um you know partially covid is over but the the issue of digital inclusion the issue of digital poverty that is not ending right and the, the fear is that people would take their feet off the pedal i, I think this has come into our consciousness uh, especially at the beginning of this year you know and that's something that i, that I found of interest is that suddenly everybody's been doing something, somehow life is about timing. That, that was the moment early this year where 
somehow there was this big sort of you know holistic systemic thing that happens that everybody realized that we got to do something but then with this event maybe those people that have been thinking that will start thinking that it's been solved or let's focus on something else and i think that would be the worry yeah yeah i hear what you say i mean it's it's um that the, the pressure cooker isn't there anymore yeah um people can go and now you know want to take holidays and then all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and if I may add, just a good example yeah. here would be, right, the, the school children that has been suffering since uh, COVID, right, for more than a year, the new school term is going to start in September. Has that problem been solved? I don't think so. No, no. It was funny. We were talking about this last week, that uh, this this era will be the, the, the COVID era where, you, where you're going to hire staff and you're going to look at them and say, oh, you did your, your high school during yeah. COVID. How much did you really learn? How prepared were you really? Um, yeah, and even like like the the Department of Education, right? Because they they actually provided uh, 1.3 million, you know, laptops to schools, right? And you know that was like everybody else. That was a moment where everybody felt they had to do something, and they did it. But you know what? That is pretty much over, right? So who is going to continue, you know, championing for the the rest, the gaps that are still there? Yeah, and it's not just about providing hardware. It's it's all the other things. It's connectivity. Uh, it's skills and training. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the the government's launched the Kickstart uh, project. Um, not not yeah, not not that one specifically. But I know, for example, like in London, right? The 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 mayor of London office they have this uh, program called the London Office of Technology Innovation, right? And what they've been championing is a you know the, the whole package of digital access, right? So it's not just about the device. But it's about the device, as you say, the connectivity, the support, right? The skills, the safety, the training, right? So you can see it's more than just the one thing. And yet a lot of the effort, if you look out there, is still mostly about donating equipment. Yeah. Well, that's the easy thing to do, isn't it? I yes. Mean, that, that's the stuff exactly. sitting in a storeroom somewhere that you can just offload to somebody else. Right. So now if you look at the bigger picture, right? it becomes a lot more complex. And how do we solve this complex problem when there are so many parts to it? And who is willing to invest the time and effort to really try and focus on it? Because it's not a one-time thing. As you say, the device thing is a one-off, but you know, if this is going to be uh, over a period of time, what can we do? And by the way, you know, right, nothing ever stays still in, in our industry, right? Even when you, you, you think you get on top of things, you know, either device or skills or whatever, you got to start all over again. So, so I mean, are there are there solutions coming into play? I mean, are there are there organisations offering training and and skills for people, or doing the the provisioning of laptops to make sure they're suitable and usable? So, so th th this is the the bit that I meant by you know joining the dots, right? What is clear is that there are many many people organisations doing many different things, but I've not yet come across uh, those that are able to join up them in a holistic manner. So I mentioned about the Mayor of London uh, initiative. That is one effort where it's supported by the local uh, 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 governments and boroughs in London, right? So this is where it's a, a sort of, a, a, sort of a, a holistic approach, right? With, with uh, funding to make that happen. So if you have the right idea, which is from the London Mayor office to then the money that backs up what they do, you stand a chance. Yeah, but if you, but then if you sort of, Look at that across the, the, the rest of the country. Have you got the same approach? Have you got the mm. same matching of thinking and matching of funding? Because I, I don't think so, especially if you look at the, the sort of the, the, the most deprived part 
in the Northeast, those are the ones that requires a lot of help and support. And I know a lot of people are trying to help, but it's been very hard to try and bring them all together. Yeah, and that's why I kind of mentioned this kickstart program, because that's, um, that's also government funded. The government will pay, I think it's Department of Works and Pensions are paying for it out of their budgets. Um, they will pay, um, I think it's up to 25 hours per week for a person to work at minimum wage, depending on their age. And it's only, it's only people between 18 and 24. Um, but that's to get them work experience. And I'm just thinking right. that that's not, not potentially a, a, a marriage in the sense that if you needed people to do the, the servicing, the setting up of the devices, um, all that kind of thing, you could hire them through the Department of Works and Pension. I mean, I'm not saying you, but I'm saying an organization. Yeah. They could then, I mean, this has been paid for by the government, so they can be spend the time setting up the devices, learning how to do that stuff, you know, with, with the right kind of guidance or coaching to for other people to use, which kind of, you know, it feeds the, it feeds the solution to the problem. I'm yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So now that you explain that further, yes, I, I've heard about this and you can see there's actually quite a number of schemes similar to these two. For example, like the apprenticeship levy, right? There's actually a lot of money out there, right? But again, you know, how are we, you know, who, who's been doing all that thinking to sort of try and bring it together and make it real. And again, you know, having asked that question, I know that uh, many organizations are trying to do that. So I think it's about how do we find a way to raise that visibility consciousness so that, you know, we all know, you know, who is out there doing what, you know, and this is why this whole thing is all about signposting, right? It's not about necessarily solving all the problems per se, but if you start with it, like you and I, you know, one, one of the things that you and I are doing in, 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 according to the six key action areas that, that we've identified, right, is communications. It's about socializing, it's about mobilizing, right? And I think if we can at least do that first bit, yeah, that is the start, right? Yeah. I mean, ideally you just want to, I mean, in my head, I'm thinking this is a program, a program with yeah. a whole bunch of project managers, organizing, coordinating, that kind of stuff. I mean, if we had to fast forward for our next chat in sort of three months time, what, what would you like to say has happened? So, so, you know, sometimes you've got to, you know, look back just to know where you are and see where you can take it into the future. Right. And, and although we've identified uh, six uh, key action areas, you know, the, the, the one that I keep saying that uh, is the most obvious, and it sounds like we are doing exactly that too, which is, you know, action area one about device uh, uh, provisioning. And that's the one that has been the most progress. So for example, you know, a couple of things, if you don't mind me mentioning them, yeah. One of them is, is the, the tech appeal platform that, that uh, we've just discussed about the National Business Response Network together with the Digital Property Alliance. So I would again appeal to any um, tech leaders and any organizations out there, if they are looking for something to, you know, to, to, you know, something more tangible, more holistic to contribute to, then please have a look at that solution. That's, that's good. Now, the other one is that uh, because of that, uh, we're able to uh, get uh, the, the, the NBRN and the DPA to, to join forces to work together. So not only do we have the, the, the demand mapped out, meaning that we know that there's a lot of people who wants to do that. And, and that platform, I've just seen the report of who wants what, there's a lot of demand across the entire country. Right, but the supply has been lacking, right? And the supply mm -hmm. has been very piecemeal, which is why you can't really solve the problem when you give people a myriad of different devices and therefore leads to other types of problems that support. The DPA uh, via his, his partners are able to now become a, a regular contributor to 
to that sort of uh, uh, solution so that again, we, are, we can do a better job of, sort of matching the demand and the, the supply. So I think that is a great thing. And I would like to see that to be real. I would like to see those numbers on that list to, to go down. That list may grow before it goes down, right? As we all know, right? But to yep. start making something real, something impactful, I think that has to be a start. And, and if we can just focus on one thing to make it real, that, that will be my advice. But it doesn't mean that the other five areas, we should not do something about it, right? So I think so long as we keep the, the, the consciousness about this going, hopefully it's not just about you and I doing our bit, it's about everybody doing their bit to contribute towards this, right? Yeah. Um, have you received uh, any, any stories that you want to share with us of, of successful um, device sharing or, or upskilling an area or a school or something like that? Or is that we're still waiting for something to come? Yeah, so we're, we're waiting for something like that to happen. But the one, one other news that I can share with you, which I've been really pleased about is that uh, just last month in June, um, uh, Ofcom and the DPA has got together to organize a research symposium. So this is about people who are in this country who are doing research about digital poverty. You know, they all came together. And, and it was delighted to see that because you need to know what the problem is. You need to know, you know, if you don't, if you can't paint that picture, how can you know that whatever you do is going to be fit for purpose and impactful? So I think the fact that that is coming together, you know, all across, you know, universities and and even, you know, uh, a smaller organization is, 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 I think it's a really great start. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I mean, uh, how, how do people get involved with you? Do they contact you directly? Come to the LinkedIn page? Or how do you want them to, to get in contact? Yes. So, so please uh, uh, get onto the uh, LinkedIn page, uh, as, as we mentioned before. And that, that is where you get to know all the information. Of course, you know, uh, contact me directly because I, I think part of this, you know, joining the dots is to truly join the dots. Yeah, to find out what's going on and how do you then connect one thing to another, one person to another. And, you know, if we can just... And not just me, yeah, but if we, for example, Ryan, today and with the community, if we all know the same information and then we share that with others, then hopefully everybody will start from that place rather than from scratch. Definitely, definitely. Thanks for coming on again, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that we are progressing forward, and I'm interested to see, when do you think this research will come out? Uh, um, I, I believe it should be this month in July. Oh, fantastic. So next time we yeah. speak, we can go through it. Yes, and hopefully I will have a few more updates for you too. Fantastic. Thanks, Freddie. Appreciate your hey, time. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate the opportunity. Bye-bye. No problem. Cheers. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Heather Bicknell is our producer and editor. Thank you, Heather, for your hard work on this episode. Please subscribe to the series and rate us on iTunes or the Google Play Store. Follow us on Twitter at the DWW Podcast. The show notes and transcripts will be available on the website, www.digitalworkspace.works. Please also visit our website, www.digitalworkspace.works and subscribe to our newsletter. And lastly, if you found this episode useful, please share with your friends or colleagues.